Good morning. It's June the 8th. We're reading through the Bible. Our Old Testament reading today is in 2 Chronicles chapters 26 through 28. And we read in chapter 26, an abbreviated version of King Uzziah's life in Judah here. And Judah is uh, has a lot of prosperity, a lot of strength at this particular point. He has a 52-year reign. You might remember uh, the very famous words from Isaiah chapter 6, which begin with, in the year that King Uzziah died, that was a long and prosperous reign, at least materially and economically. But uh, we see even in Uzziah's life, he becomes arrogant and complacent in his own life, thinking he can assume the role of a priest and burning incense and God judges him. He has an outbreak of leprosy. And so his complacency and his pride and even his success in many ways set him up for a kind of hubris and, and arrogance that lead to his own uh, downfall. In chapter 26, we read about King Jotham, and it's a great little statement there in verse number six. It summarizes what we're shooting for, and that is to order your way in a way that pleases the Lord. He ordered his way according to the Lord. He kept the law of the Lord. He did what was pleasing to God. And a 16-year reign here, briefly summarized in chapter 27. In chapter 28, we have another 16-year reign, but this is a complete opposite. Uh, King Ahaz is probably one of the worst kings in Judah. Terrible blasphemer in many ways, taking things in the temple that were sacred and utilizing them as though they were just common pieces of furniture. Now, these are just bad days for Judah here in these 16 years that are depicted in chapter 28. Our New Testament reading is a great reading in John 17. This is the prayer where Jesus prays not only for his disciples, but one of those rare passages where you can clearly see he's got us in view in the grammar of the, of the chapter because he's talking about how there are those of us that are going to trust in Christ because of the word of the apostles. And uh, here we are 2,000 years later, the recipients of the revelation that God gave through the Spirit, through those apostles to us. And he talks about the people of God needing to be unified and to be sanctified in truth. Uh, it really starts with the whole purpose of that truth, which is Jesus's ministry. And that is that we can know God and his son who God the Father has sent. And so we want to make sure that we know God, that we order our way according to the Lord, as we saw there in our Old Testament reading. And so just a great prayer to read thoughtfully and prayerfully and devotionally today as we read about Jesus caring about the church and the things that ought to characterize the church throughout the generations. Our community imperative is found today in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, right there in verse number 1. I just want to reflect the passion and the priority of the Apostle Paul as he says this, Finally, then, brothers, we ask and urge you in the Lord Jesus that you receive from us, uh, that as you receive from us, how you ought to walk. That's his statement about ordering your life, about uh, living a particular kind of habitual life. He says, how you ought to walk to please God, just as you're doing, that you do so more and more. And then we get into a passage that talks about their sanctification. He's very pointed about that. Of course, as the teacher and the apostle, he's giving these straight up truths, but it doesn't mean that we don't have the same role in our brothers' and sisters' lives. So I put it this way. We need to urge each other to be holy, which is really his concern. We urge you in the Lord that just as you receive from us how you ought to please the Lord, and as you're doing it, we want you to do it more and more. The next verse talks about the word, uses the word sanctification, uh, which is the word that hagios, which is the word holy. And uh, that root word becomes the word to describe the Christian life, the goal in the Christian life for us to be more and more like God. And so 
we need to urge each other to be more like that. We need to care about other people's holiness. We need to pray about their holiness. And we need to be bold sometimes just to speak up. And, and I put it this way, just to pray and to prompt them and sometimes even to push them. And there's certainly some pushy words here in this particular passage. And uh, though we may not be you know, in the teaching position like the Apostle Paul and have that broad audience like he did, surely your life can be the kind of life that prompts others, that, that, that pushes others, that prays for others to be more pleasing to the Lord. And that can happen in, in increasing measure. And we need to shoot for as much of that as we possibly can in not only our lives, but as we can lovingly within our sphere of influence and in, within our relationships to work, to push and pray and prompt other people to be more holy. So urge each other to be holy. Make that your passion today. That's our community imperative, our community command. And we'll be back tomorrow as we start to near the end of Second Chronicles and we continue our reading through the Gospel of John. So we'll be back then as we continue our reading through the Bible.